0: ain't got nothing new to preach. Uh, I think about that a lot of times. There's a, there's a lot of people trying to come up with new things and change things and do all this. Well, God they ain't never changed, so I don't see why I need to preach nothing new. Uh, he said, I'm God and I changeth not. So uh, this morning we got maybe just a little scripture. Uh, we'll try to read some over Galatians. And I truly desire you prayers uh, in the sixth chapter of Galatians. Here's where we're going to start reading uh, truly desire ye prayers. This morning we've got a few different thoughts, uh, one particular thought, a few different scriptures maybe that the Lord's laid on her heart and it'll take Him to, to, to bring any of this out at all. But, uh, want to maybe read and I know this is, this is real familiar and I know I've quoted one particular scripture out of this sixth chapter, uh, Numerous times since I've been pastor here, because it's what the Lord just seemed like it's been the theme scripture since I've been here. But uh, but but in that, I, I want to read starting in the first verse of the sixth chapter and uh, read down a little bit of, of Galatians. He said, "Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such a one in a spirit of meekness, Consider in thyself lest thou also be tempted." Bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if a man think himself to be something, when he is nothing, he deceiveth himself. But let every man prove his own work, and then shall he have rejoicing in himself alone, and not in another. For every man shall bear his own burden. Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him, That teacheth in all good things. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth. That shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh. Shall of his flesh. Reap corruption. But he that soweth to the spirit. Shall of the spirit. Reap life everlasting. And let us. Not be weary in well doing. For in due season. We shall reap. If we faint not. As we have therefore opportunity. Let us do good unto all men. Especially unto them. Who are of the household of faith. And I'll stop right there. For just a little bit. And, and like I say. You just bear with me. Uh, it, 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 it always takes the Lord. Because I, I honestly. Uh, I'm one ignorant human being. I don't know how to do things. I don't know what to say, and I don't know which way to go. But all I know to do is to trust the Lord. And, and this scripture here come upon our heart as we were studying some other things. And and I thought about that where he said over there that, that to be not deceived that God's not mocked. and You sow to the flesh, and you shall of that same flesh reap corruption. And, and I thought about that, and I thought about where he said not to be weary and well-doing on down below it there. He said, uh, for in due season you'll reap if you faint not. And the Lord had David on our heart all week this week. Uh, uh, over in Samuel, uh, you can read about the life of David and, 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 as king of, of Israel. And and you get to study it about David and you get to look at his life. And, and, and David sets a, a wonderful example for us. Uh, uh, in our lives uh, in a lot of different aspects. And I know David failed and we'll get to some of those things here in a minute. But you get to looking at David's life and, and, and that's where I was in this scripture we thought of there. Uh, you sow to the flesh and you shall with the same flesh reap corruption. And uh, a lot of times, uh, how do we end up following the flesh? A lot of times we get weary and well doing. And well, the Bible tells us not to lean under our own, uh, 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 lean not under your own understanding, but in all thy ways acknowledge Him, and He'll direct your paths. Well, well, a lot of times we get to thinking about things, and we get to want to follow our own way, and that's when we get in trouble. Well, that's when that's when we start heading down a bad road. And I thought about the life of David, and what an example it is to each one of us. David, uh, Jim, down through the Word of God, he, he he was a man, the Bible said a man that was after God's own heart. And you follow him from the time that God anointed him as a, as a young child, as a shepherd boy that he was. And, and I thought, so man, as I come along, and I went down, and, and we can all get over into the time in David's life when he was uh, he come down there before him, and Goliath had the armies of, of, of Israel all backed up on the other side of the valley, yelling And he had everybody there, and, and they were all worried to death about what was going to happen, Bobby, about what was the coming next. And David come down there, just a little old ruddy boy, uh, wasn't much to him not look like. And he come down there, and he went to tell them, says, are we going to let this uncircumcised police? this giant. He looked at the armies of of, of Israel over there and he said, is there not a cause? I thought about that, Jennifer, this morning. I was uh, thinking about that. Is there not a cause? You know what a cause is, Tony? That's something that motivates you to act towards something. To to go after that. Uh, There's a cause, there's a reason, there's something that, 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 that motivates you and pushes you towards Uh, acting on something. There was something in David's life over there that day. He looked out at the armies of God and he said are we going to let this one giant stand up against the armies of God? Are we going to let it hold us back? And David, he got fired up over there. He wasn't scared of that big giant because he said that God was going to deliver that giant. God had delivered And everything he done. You know where we start getting in trouble, Bobby? When we quit seeking and inquiring what God thinks about it. When we quit asking God, is this the place? Is this the move I need to make? Is this the way you have me to go? David inquired of the Lord. And every time he inquired, sometimes God said yes, sometimes God said no. Is like I reading and thinking on these scriptures right here. I thought about a day in David's life, man. It's been on my heart all week this week. He comes to a place in his life where it says, it says, thine, the word of God, where it was the time of year that kings were to go out into battle. You
1: know what David does? He tarries. He tarries.
0: Put something off, he postponed. And he said, I'm just going to hang around here a little while. That's where my heart's beating this morning about the service. All those other times David inquired of the Lord. All those other times he went out and he found victory. But this one time
1: David turned. He put off. He didn't go out and he didn't get in the battle. What did he do, preacher? He went up on the rooftop for him. He just went
0: walking around. Maybe I mean, he didn't go up there, maybe with a bad intent in his mind. You know what I think you, got? I thought about that. I thought about David's life. You follow it from the time he was a little boy. He was just, it was just something every day almost. Here he was this a young boy. God put a, put a call on his life and he, he went out and he, he, started, he started fighting against the, the, the giant and then the next thing you know he's right down there in Saul's house And God's got a burden on his heart for all this. Saul turns his heart against him. Saul starts persecuting him. The king of Israel is after him. And David's happened having to flee. And then he's constantly... It's just just one thing after the other. And then after the death of Saul, he comes in and he he comes in as king of Israel over there. And it's just battle after battle. And it's time after time after time. And one thing after the other and after the other and after the other. One day in his life, Decide just to tarry a little while, postpone, and not get out into the battle. You know how important it is to stay
1: in the battle? Very, very. Don't get weary in well doing.
0: You see and you read if you faint not. But I'm going to tell you what you sit down on God, you turn your back on what God's telling you to do, and your whole life can go away you never thought it would. Who would have ever thought the one that stood against Goliath? Who would have ever thought the one that was leading the armies of God that had some of the mightiest men, some of the greatest army that this world had ever seen over there in that day would have ever went down a path that he did? You know what it took him? Terry
1: just a little while, and he didn't get in the battle.
0: He laid his eyes on another man's wife. Before you know it, he brought her into his house, Bobby. Before you know it, he doesn't sin with that woman. He had a child on the way, and he was to trying to cover his sin. He brought that man that was in the valley. he brought him back. And he tried to cover his own sin. By getting to go in and delay with his wife, and maybe, maybe make it look like that was going to be his child. His heart stayed in the battle. You're right. His heart stayed in the battle. He wasn't even willing to go in unto his own wife after he'd been in the battle all that time. He wanted to be right out there where the ark was. He wanted to be right out there where Joab was. And he wanted to be in the battle. That would be the heart of a child of God. He don't be a willingness to
1: sit down somewhere. He don't not be a willingness to carry next thing you know he's sending you or I out there and he's sending him into the hottest part of the battle
0: Joab you make sure that he dies out there. That's what he's wanting you make sure he dies out there here's a man that has done all this good and the next thing you know he's committed more sin than most anybody else has all in just a short span of time that's where we'll get when we quit inquiring of the Lord. I'm not above it. You're not above it. No, sir. Our life can you know, do a downward spiral quicker than you could ever imagine mm-hmm. when you leave, leave following God. That's why over in Galatians, He said "He said to be not deceived. God's not lost. Mm-hmm. You sow to your flesh and you're of that flesh, you're going to reap corruption. Mm-hmm. He encourages us on down in that to bear our burdens encourages us in that not to get weary and well doing you're going to get tired you're going to get weary you're going to get discouraged you're going to find all kind of reasons to just sit down but I'm going to tell you our time's limited here in this world as a child of God and as a lost man you better think about it too because time is limited you know, time is limited Conley. Man, we don't know if we got tomorrow we better be in this battle. We better be a fighting for the Lord. We better be a standing firm in this. I, I thought about over there in the, in the Word of God, always abounding in the work of the Lord. You know what abounding means? Well, it means increasing. I thought... This morning, when's the last time you can find a place in your life where you increased in God's knowledge, where you increased in the work of God, where you moved forward in what you're doing for the Lord? Hey, I'm going to tell you something. Hey, if we all truly got to search and say, Preacher, you're getting ready to get mean. No, I'm getting ready to tell you the truth. Hey, we read it back there in Sunday school this morning over there when they were talking to Paul over there in Galatians. Hey, he told him He said, You once loved me. He he said, don't start turning against me now because I tell you the
1: truth.
0: <sighs> if we went to searching our lives and we got to look around, ain't I gonna tell you something? We've got more times that we carry on the rooftop than we've been in the battle. We've got more times
1: when we sat down on God than when we've been in the battle. It ain't popular, but it's the truth. You know what? You know why you send
0: an army out? You know why you send people into battle? To overcome an enemy. To conquer something that's coming against somebody. See, there's a time in David's life when when he realized the cause. When he realized something in his life that motivated him to act on something. But there was a time in his life there when he when he decided to tarry. You know who David was thinking about, Mark? He was thinking about David. He wasn't thinking about the cause no more. He wasn't thinking about all of Israel being backed up no more. He wasn't thinking about all those things. No, he was thinking about David's wants. He was thinking about David's needs. David's desires. You want to know something? We need to get our eyes up on what our needs is, what our desires is, and get to looking at what the cause is. these people dying, these people going to hell every day, stepping off into eternity. And we're sitting on, we're sitting back, tearing when it's time for teams to get in the battle. We're sitting on the rooftop looking at what we want to look at,
1: doing what we want to do.
0: And David was costing innocent lives.
1: Right there that little old child that sheep was carrying.
0: David's the very reason that baby died. He was the very reason that baby is conceived. He's the very reason that baby died. We can't look back, Corbin. We can't say, well, I done messed up David. That's the one thing that I believe right there is the reason that David was a man after God's own heart. Well, right. He failed, Daniel. He failed big time early. Jennifer, he does as bad as anybody you could ever find an account of. When he realized the consequences of his sin, the Word of God Nathan, brought the Word of God to that man, preached it unto him without a fear, without a concern. He preached the truth unto that man over there that day. And when David realized the consequences of his sin, he went to pray and hoping that God would spare that child.
1: Hoping that God wouldn't take it.
0: But after he died, he didn't just give up, up tell him, run to the house, Bobby.
1: He cleaned himself up and he went to the house of God and he worshiped.
0: You read the 51st Psalm. And he prayed, God, restore unto me the joys of thy salvation. Created me a clean heart, a new heart. David wanted to get back in fellowship with God. Let me tell you something about every one of us in here you're going to fail, you're going to come short. When you do, you need to pray just like David did. God restore unto me the joys of thy salvation. Why? You know what day you got to realize again he was a leader
1: to Israel. He was a king that God had anointed.
0: You know what every one of us sitting here this morning again needs to realize? You're leading somebody's life. Mm -hmm. Whether you you think you are or not.
1: And I hear it so many times. My life. I ain't hurting nobody else. Somebody's watching your life. Somebody's following the steps you're making. You
0: are affecting somebody. David affected all of Israel. David affected good people. David was the very reason Uriah died down
1: there. And Uriah was a good man. His heart never left the Bible.
0: You get up on your rooftop and you get to, to tarry in where you're at. And you ain't in this battle with the children of God. And you might cost some innocent life.
1: You won't know what you'll do. You'll affect this church. You'll affect this
0: church. There may be a service going on where they, somebody lost sitting there. And they're needing they're uh, the church to come together in a oneness. That only, that only the church can come into in one mind, one accord, and they're leading that out of the church, and you're sitting there on your rooftop. You're sitting there with sin filled in your life. You're sitting there so far away from God, you ain't been a help to nobody in so long. Hey, let me tell you something. It's about time that the Word of God, when it finds you, you get yourself in an altar somewhere and get your life right because there's lives hanging in the balance. There's people dying and going to hell.
1: Fighting against it. What do you get so excited about, preacher? What do you get so tore up for? There's a new heart got put in me when I got saved. He's a concern got put in my life, ain't he? <laughs> I don't want to see nobody doing evil. The Spirit of God moved in on me. And you know what his
0: will is? He said he wasn't willing that any should perish, but that all would come to repentance. You know what? I ain't willing this morning that any should perish, Mark. And, and I don't want to sit down in this battle. I don't want to tarry on the walls. I don't want to tarry on the rooftop. And let my eyes get fixed on something it shouldn't be fixed on.
1: And let my heart get drawn toward something it shouldn't be drawn to. And I'll just tell you this. Lord didn't send this message this morning for no
0: reason. God's speaking to our lives, church. Yeah, Lord, look at what a day we live in. Look at what a time with everything that's going on. I'm going to tell you something. God ain't changed. You know I'm going to tell you something. God ain't worried. Hey, and God is able to overcome whatever this world's going to bring at him. Hey, he's already conquered it.
1: And the devil's just trying to discourage people. Don't you be deceived. God's not mocked.
0: We sold our flesh. We'll reap that threat flesh. Corruption. You get your eyes off God. I don't care if you've been a member here at this church for 50 years. You turn your back on God. You turn your eyes on God.
1: And you're asking for trouble.
0: I'm asking for trouble. My soul's hanging in the balance, and there's nothing no more precious to
1: God than your soul. The
0: preacher God don't love me. I'm gonna tell you something. He loved you so much, He gave His only Son, only begotten Son. Then whosoever. Everybody did the yeah, He said, "Believe on not Him. perish, not person, you even have
1: everlasting life. Whosoever." I've had people look at me and say,
0: "He can save me." I'm here to tell you, He can. He will,
1: and He's able.
0: Ourselves, where we can be used of God mm-hmm. as a child of God. And if you're lost, you just got to come to this. You got to believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. That's what it says over in the 11th chapter of the book of Hebrews He is. He told Moses and Aaron, He said, You're going to tell him I am not another. He's the only
1: one. He's the way. He's the truth. He's the life. What do you say in our lives that we should get discouraged at Him thinking He can't do something? He'll answer questions, Monegale.
0: I did it many times. Sitting right back there in that hall And Gil told me, he said, I've got so many questions, Then says one day I'm going to sit down and I want you to talk to me and answer them questions. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just a few weeks later since she peeled out line and hit that over right there and got up. And I said, you still got questions? She said, no. <laughs> God answered them. Mm-hmm.
1: God gave peace. You know what he'll do in our people's lives? You know, that's really a request to give them
0: But I mean, you better not be tearing on the rooftops.
1: Know, sir. It's time, i Freeman. It's time. You,
0: you want to know what you do when winter starts, when when time starts coming on and that hay gets to growing? It's time to cut them around in, the hay. It's time to get put up. It's time to, it's time to, 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 to and you can't just wait around to the last minute to fly in on it, can you? You gotta get it done to get something stored up before you'll be ready for winter when winter comes on you. Well, I'm gonna tell you what. Hey, there's a time. The Bible said to redeem the time. You'll be telling you, want me to tell you something, the time comes by every man's life. Well, it's time. Hey, when God calls your name, when God calls you out, and it's time for you to receive and accept Jesus Christ. what will happen if Conley says I'm not going out into the field today. <sighs>
1: it comes time that hay will get
0: harder still and it gets winter. You want to know what will happen Mark when you decide to tarry and stay on the roof? You want to know what will happen Jennifer, when you ain't in the battle? You want to know what will happen Michelle, when you ain't willing to get in the fight when it's time to get in the fight?
1: Everybody won't get what they're it follow. They follow on you. you. Won't follow nobody else. You know,
0: who, you know who? Nathan brought the message to over there that day? David. Because so David had seen his life. Because David needed to get his life straightened out. Who God sent the message to you today? Every one of us is sitting in here.
1: It's time to get in the fight, Jay. It's the time when kings go out into battle. the harvest was ready, It's time to get out into the sun,
0: Well, I'm just, I'm just young, preacher. Sure. I'm just young in this. David was just a little ruddy boy. He's
1: just was a little ruddy boy when the Lord, when the Lord called on him to get into this. You know what? David messed up in
0: his life. All them times he encouraged himself, all them times that he had inquired
1: of the Lord, they
0: still come a time in his life when he messed. what our tendency is to do when we get weary and well it when we fail just a little bit. We quit and we sit down on God and yeah. we just live in our misery. Yeah. The Bible said the way of a transgressor is hard. It ain't going to be easy when you mess up, it ain't going to be easy when you fail. <coughs> you may suffer a little loss, but I can tell you this and went back to the house of the Lord and worshipped.
1: and got himself back in the battle. It was a whole lot better on him. Repent. He said, as many as I love, I rebuke
0: and I chasten.
1: Be zealous and repent. treat that like it's one of the worst
0: things in our life to ever have to do. But we need to be thankful that there's an opportunity at repentance. Amen. I've said it many a time, what if it's was one and done what you see in the and you couldn't ever get forgiveness? What if you see and there wasn't no more hope? After salvation, they'd never
1: get forgiveness again. It'd be miserable.
0: And I'm thankful for a father that will rebuke me. I'm thankful for a father that will chastise me. Let me know that I'm his. And I need to get my life back where it
1: needs to be. I could have a choice to list. Every
0: one of us sitting here today has got a choice. You can resist it.
1: You can it. It already cost lives. It already caused problems. <coughs> David had to get his eyes back
0: on what the cause was. Sometimes then, you know, it takes the Lord to show us we need to get our eyes back on what the cause was. what it still is, Bob. That's something that ought to be motivating the children of God to act right now and this day and time we live in. Like I say, we all want to use it for an excuse not to do nothing. The world's in terrible shape and it's just falling all to pieces. There's no hope. This can't happen. That That ought to motivate a child of God because right now, you know what we see? The armies of God is backed up and there's an old giant letting out a a bunch of garbage. That's all. Old world spewing out garbage. <clears throat> Do you want me to tell you something? It's about time some of these little churches, Gail, realizes what the cause is. David
1: mm-hmm. wanted Israel's children.
0: David wanted Israel's grown men to realize they hope in the God they served. I want this world today to know they hope in the God I serve.
1: I want them to know it, Savannah. My God's able. They still more that God can save. They still more that God's going
0: to save. There's still battles that we're going to go into. And God's already got the victory on us. It's time to get excited, church, about who our God is. And not get weary in the well doing. And realize in few season we're going to reap if we faint not. You sit down on God right now, and you can just expect trouble. You can expect that your life's going to get harder. Because you sow in the flesh, and you're going to have that flesh reap corruption. You sow the spirit life everlasting. What a joy.
1: What a peace. You can have everything this world can offer. You can fill your pockets. You can have every worldly pleasure they use. Preached it the other day.
0: And I would God we'd all just keep keep that in our mind. That rich man had everything. Mm-hmm.
1: That beggar had nothing, as far as the world's seen.
0: But when they died, that rich man had nothing. you go into battle, inquire of the Lord. Seek him. Don't just tarry. Don't just tarry around on the
1: rooftop. Get in the battle. That's what the Lord laid on her heart this morning.